Welcome to How to Blank in 15 Minutes with your hosts, me, Chantalami Osman and Brian Young. Today's topic is how to write a less painful synopsis um, in 15 minutes. So I don't think it's going to take just 15 minutes to write the synopsis, but it will take us 15 minutes to talk about how you should do that. I don't know. What's your biggest tip for people writing a synopsis? Um, I can do this one in five minutes, Brian, um, <laughs> because I, I've been teaching how to put together a submission package for years. And honestly, the synopsis is the hardest thing to write. Um, it, it's very difficult for a writer to, you know, find that through line to their story when every character and every side plot and every scene is just really precious to them and what's important. And well, maybe that one is intriguing and I should include that. And so I think you can just find yourself very quickly down a rabbit hole. You can also very quickly find yourself in a very boring synopsis, which I think is the number one problem when a writer just kind of does a scene by scene breakdown and it becomes rather than telling a story, a recitation of facts. So I've kind of come up with a rule of thumb that has served me well thus far and and I've gotten great feedback from. So what I want you to do is imagine that you read your own book last night. You know, it kept you up all night because it was just so good. And so the next morning you wake up and you're going to have coffee with a friend and your friend says, wow, you know, you look a little tired and you say, well, gee, thanks. Um, But I was up all night reading this really great book. And the friend says, what's it about? And then you tell them. And a key to doing this appropriately um, is twofold. First of all, I highly recommend actually either doing this with a friend and recording it as you talk or just doing it alone and recording what you would say. Um, and, And if you're kind of at a loss, you know, practice first by giving the synopsis of something, a movie you watched recently or another book that you read recently. What would you say to a friend when they say, what was it about? Because you're not going to name every character. You're not going to go into those random side plots. You're you're going to give just enough away. And, and since you loved it so much, you're telling the story in an engaging way because you want your listener, or in this case, the synopsis reader, to be as engaged and want to read it too. So I think that's great advice. One thing I would add to that is to write the synopsis before the book is written. I think that there's a lot of wisdom in starting with the smallest part of a story first and then moving on to the bigger parts. I teach a workshop. We usually do it in three or four hours. And the goal of that workshop is we start with your premise. And then by the end of the workshop, you have a synopsis that's between two and 500 words that you can use as a guide for your outline. And I think that's really helpful to try to do that early in the process And to think about it like the back cover copy, I think writers get too hung up on all of the the minute details of the story. So it helps to actually do it before you know all those details, if that makes sense. So you're not bogged down by it. You're, You're bogged down really only with just the big idea of what the story is. So write it earlier in the process before you have all the questions answered and you're not going to try to cram all of those answers into the synopsis. I think that's 
absolutely a great piece of advice. It, it creates a good roadmap for where you're going if you haven't started yet. And also clearly you've got something then that you can go back and add or change a few, you know, details and a lot of the heavy lifting will have been done for you. I think that a couple of tips just as far as the basics go, you know, it shouldn't be any longer than a page. Um, as Brian said, you know, follow that main question, that main theme throughout, you know, who are these people? What do they want? What's the conflict? What's the resolution? Only name your protagonists or your main characters. Reference everybody else by their relationship to those people. You know, it's Joe's mom, Joe's dad, Joe's boss. Too many names when you're reading, it can just get confusing. You know, just some generalized tips there. One thing I see people really struggling with is if they have a book that has a big multi-point of view cast, right? And the example I use for this actually is is building a, a log line using Star Wars. And you can create a log line for Star Wars that uses any one of the main three POV characters. But for something as brief as a log line or as brief as a synopsis, you only need to pick one, right? You only need to pick the one who's our primary source of information there or the primary protagonist. So if, I mean, if you're writing Game of Thrones or if you're writing a synopsis for A Song of Ice and Fire, you don't need to get into any of the characters except for Ned Stark. You want to tell me that synopsis that in that form from Ned Stark's perspective, because you still want the synopsis. You want all of the material you're writing for your book uh, to, to hopefully sell it be a pleasure to read. And one of those things is giving audiences a character to root for. And if you get bogged down trying to explain five different characters and all of their motivations in a page, you're going to lose the story and all of that minutia. Pick a character and make it engaging, right? Like, so Star Wars, you can tell, you can legitimately tell the gist of that story from Luke's perspective, where a young farm boy uh, goes on this quest of adventure and helps, uh, you know, with the help of a smuggler and a wizened old swordsman, uh, goes and rescues a princess and then saves the galaxy. But you can do the same thing from Princess Leia's perspective, and it's valid, where a princess is captured by a, a tyrannical government she's working to overthrow and is saved by a young farm boy, a wizened old swordsmaster, and a smuggler. And you can tell it from Han Solo's perspective, right, where uh, a smuggler's drawn into a galactic conflict he wants no part of, he just wants a paycheck, but finds he has a heart of gold fighting against this tyrannical regime uh, by saving a princess alongside a farm. You know what I mean? Like you get all of the details from all of them. You just have to pick that primary character. You don't have to pick that primary character for the context of inside your book. You just need to do that for this for this exercise, for this synopsis. And really, one thing I, I teach some of my students when they're working on these exercises is write three different synopses, one from each of the, you know, if you've got three of those POV characters and see which one resonates the most. Very good advice. Um, I would expand that to say, and, and we'll be talking in a different episode about writing a query letter. But I do think that if you have something where it is like Game of Thrones, where it is told from multiple, multiple point of views, that's something that I would stick in the query letter. Like this is a story told, you know, from multiple points of view, blah, blah, blah. So that when they get to the synopsis and it is that one person, they're going to understand that, you know, once they get the actual manuscript, it's not going to look exactly like that. It's 
it's not going to be all Ned Stark's point of view. I would say that if you do have just a two protagonist point of view story, you know, if you're only in two people's heads, I would suggest having both of them in the synopsis, you know, it, and you can do something where um, kind of similar to what Brian was saying, you know, you kind of give a brief intro to each of the character, you know, this is Joe, um, he does this, this is Jane, she does this, and that's your first paragraph. And then the rest of it will be how the stories combine or connect. Yeah, no, I think that if it's a two-character arc and and the relationship between the two characters is, in fact, the story, you're probably going to want to do both of those characters. But where you see, like, in Star Wars, as I was saying, like, Han, Luke, and Leia are essentially the same sort of character working toward the same goal, right? So I think you can wrap those all up into each other. But if you've got something like a romantic comedy where... Uh, so-and-so is a plucky young person who is interested in X, Y, and Z and has no interest in love. And such and such is uh, a young, uh, you know, cynical, jaded person who catches the eye of this person and they both have different goals opposed to each other and then come to meet with each other at the end, then that's where you're going to want to make sure that all of that gets into the synopsis. Exactly. The other thing is, is be brief. And and really, I know brevity is more difficult. I love that quote from Blaise Pascal, who wrote his his friend a letter and said, you know, I'm sorry I wrote such a long letter. I didn't have time to write a short one. Understand that cutting this down is going to take time, but don't be precious, right? Like, don't be precious about the things that have to be in the synopsis because they don't have to be in the synopsis more often than not when you feel that way. Um, so, so don't hesitate to write it a little long and then condense and tighten and then make sure you're, you're hitting that element of entertaining. The synopsis isn't just to sell your book. The synopsis is to sell the excitement and the fun of your book or the, the reason people should be reading. And you need to import that into the synopsis. Exactly. Remember that you're telling a story. If it ends up being a recitation of facts, you know, Joe woke up, he did this, then this scene and this happens. And then we see this and then we see that. That's not telling a story. That's listing scene by scene facts. Um, So again, you know, if, if you can possibly tell this out loud and record it and then transcribe it to clean it up, I I really think that that takes some of that thought process away from it. You're too busy telling the story to worry about what you're typing. Um, So, you know, just, just a tip there. Well, I hope that this has taken some of the painful um, nature out of writing a synopsis for all of you. And um, as always, please do weigh in on Twitter, um, tweet at us. Um, I'm at Suspense Siren and Brian is at Swank Botron. And this is one of the um, at words of at pray words podcasts. Um, so please feel free to let us know what questions you want answered in 15 minutes or what we can do to make your life just a little bit easier. Indeed. <laughs>